Um, and this is how we're starting the episode. I haven't got a segue. <laughs> I am just going straight in to the alcohol. Cheers, Bummer. everyone. Cheers, Aiden. Cheers, cheers. everyone cheers. out there. Cheers. Um, cheers. Happy Friday, etc. <laughs> uh, cheers, everyone. Cheers, horror. Hi, horror fans. Hi, horror fans. Hey there. How are we horror. doing out there? How are we doing, horror nut? Horror family. Fun fact. Uh, fun loser fact, actually. When, before this podcast even uh, began, a name we came up with uh, was the Super Horror Nerds. Oh, dear. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to stand on to that. Hey, oh, you'd have been out, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm not putting my name towards that. You'd have been sat there on your own. I'm like, no way. <laughs> or that would have been, that would have been maybe a, a <laughs> caveat of me joining. We changed the name. <laughs> I I might even have uh, the original artwork for it, which I'm gonna I'm gonna send to you now. Um, it it wasn't good. It was the spur of the moment thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I calm down, everyone. Okay. There you go. Uh, have a look at that. Let's have a look. Look at that. I'm, I mean, not... I like, it's all right. It's the graphics, not bad. The graphics fine. It's just the logo's cool. It's just a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> super, super whatever only works. I feel like in let's say the the comic or the video game yeah. community world. If you were doing something, horror is a bit more. You got to be a bit more, a bit more. It's got to be a little bleak. bit more, yeah. Like, it's got a bit more edge up. to it, yeah. Grown I mean, up. How the, dare the creepy, the creepy horror nerds. Ooh, <laughs> spooky horror nerds. <laughs> but no, we are not, not. This is not really the super horror better. nerd. It's not the super horror nerd cast. That would have been even worse. This is the dread cast. As mm. episode forty-five, and I can bring the. The number 45 back to the original font, so it doesn't look yeah. like Nazi propaganda anymore. Um, I accidentally slipped that in on the video, I think, so... Uh, it's, it's accidentally yay. on the Instagram post as well. Is it? Oh, yeah. no, the one I just I, put up. Yeah, because I went to, uh, oh, I went to no. add it to my story, and... Oh, look at I it. Gonna, <laughs> look at gonna, it. I typed another forty, you know, a forty-four to enlarge oh, and paste man. over the top of it. <laughs> look at the state of that, folks. Yeah, <laughs> that it's. It, if you look closely, it's definitely two fours, but you know, not to not to massively I'm sure that's what they said. <laughs> it's not just to fours. massively generalize or anything, but people on the internet aren't known for. Uh, <laughs> looking at things in depth before reacting, are they? Let's be honest. Certain people come up with awful names for their horror podcasts. So, <laughs> but this is episode forty-five, and we are doing now. Oh, I am Tom, and this is the lovely co-host Aiden. Um, Hi. today's film is your pick, and the reason this it specific is... one was your pick was because of your birthday. Yes, it's not. Yeah, it's not for another. I thought I had missed it. No, no, you've not. Ah, I no. see. There's okay, still, I'm sure the post, the postage, there's still time to send. <laughs> oh, is there? Is there? Oh, is there now? It's two you weeks s- tomorrow. It's the twenty fourth. So yeah, there's plenty. Of, there's plenty of time yet. You've not missed it. Um, twenty-four. Uh, I just, I think I might have to add it to my. Um, I have a list because I forget everyone in my life's birthday. So I have yeah, I everyone's am, I am birthday. Also like that. 
I am terrible. What's what happens when you get old? Your brain melts. Uh, to be honest, I've never had a good head for dates, which is terrible mm. considering I'm a professional archaeologist and, you know, learning history and stuff is, you know, a big part of it. But yeah, I, I do not. I do not remember dates well at all. Although you say that, things like years, like significant years and memorable years, I feel like are easier than specific dates, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, we're dealing with epochs, so it's a oh, span yeah. of... But even even so, no. No, no, terrible. So, well, th this was... Um, yeah, today's film was your... What? Your, uh, your second? First choice. First choice. You you got this week and next mm -hmm. week are your birthday choices. Yeah. <laughs> what a what yes. a double feature for a birthday. Thing. <laughs> oh wow. Have you have you watched Antrim yet? Doing it this weekend. Gonna doing be doing it this week. Week. Oh, because I want I want to the catch up and get ahead of the game. Yeah. I mean, I watched mm -hmm. I watched today's film uh, back on Monday and Tuesday, so I was already oh, ahead yeah, yeah. then. I didn't just finish watching it before, like normal. Sure. Like when I mean, we, we watched, watched the Beyond and we forgot. Half the stuff was in it. We <laughs> watched it that morning, like yeah. <laughs> literally a couple of hours before recording. Yeah, I watched that. I watched this last night. Um, but it is a film I have seen many times. Although mm. I don't think my DVD, because I did watch it on uh, Shudder. Yep, it's available. It's available on Shudder, which is how I watched it. Yes, yeah, so did I on and, Prime. Yeah, but I think my DVD. Is an edit is an edit is an edited version. Oh, in a so, in a director's cut way. No, no, no. In a shortening and missing scenes kind of way. The there's definitely, definitely more. Yeah. In the version I watched last night, because I, I had a, you know, I wanted, I'd like to think that mm. I had a pretty good handle on this. I would have thought, thought so. You know, I've watched it a lot. It was one of my favourite films. Me and, me and a friend still quote this film to each other. Like, to this day, it was one of those we watched as teenagers, like, all yeah. the time. Um, And, yeah, and I was watching it last night. And, I, you know, and I'll, con I'll concede that there's probably a little... I've not watched it for a long time, and I'll concede that there are... There's probably bits of it that I was, like, have gone just through the ravages of time on my memory. But... There was definitely some scenes where I was like, I have not seen this before. This is not in really? the version of the film that I'm used to watching. And I must have had the DVD copy for, yeah, what, 20, 20 years at least, 20 years. Um, and yeah, I'm going to have to have a, a closer look at that because... It's the, um, were... the 4K... Not, I mean, not huge, not huge, nothing sort of... A little know, bits and bobs here and there. Yeah, nothing like plot changing or anything like that. But um, yeah, there was a couple of scenes where I was like, I'm sure that's, you know, the cut, there should be a cut there or yeah, a few little bits and pieces. Before we um, before we do get into it, do we uh, do we have any bits and just little notes to, to tackle before we get into the the messy disgustingness? A couple of episode? things I wanted to mention. A couple um, of things on the docket, shall we say? A couple of things current current business oh um well as obviously we've we've talked about and played um the texas chainsaw massacre game over the last couple of yes weeks. good point good point here. big news regarding mm. um gun is it gun interactive uh, gun interactive or gun studios probably yeah, gun, gun studios. Gun studios. Anyway, yeah. the makers of the texas chainsaw massacre game 
their uh, their earlier uh, title, their earlier horror asym, mm. asymmetrical horror multiplayer, whatever we're calling it, um, their Friday the Thirteenth game. <laughs> um, they've just announced that they uh, will be ceasing to to sell it. That game will be no longer yeah. available due to the, their their license for um, the property expiring um, at the end of this year. They, it will no longer be available either physically or digitally. I didn't um, realise it was down to the license. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I didn't read into it enough. Um, it was just down to they were putting all their eggs into the TCM basket and they were just saying we're done. But obviously if they're not going to be able to sell it, it's down to the licensing. It's also, down to the license. They're gun media. We were both gun right. media. There we go. We should probably get that right. So. Yeah. <laughs> Seems we're going to be promoting them a lot. Promoting it. And yeah. Who are they? We're, uh, we're, uh, we're, you know, talking uh, news, etc. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the issue, I mean, the issue is, it goes back a little bit further than this because they had to essentially stop updating the game as well. Mm. Um, so I think in terms of obviously you could you could get a bunch of different skins for different Jasons, yeah, and different uh, different kills, different uh, weapons, etc., based on Jason from various from the mm. various movies in the franchise. And they they stopped they stopped at. It might be six, six or seven, I think was this was the last. It could even be earlier than that. I am just pulling numbers out of my ass here, but um, but yeah, essentially they had to stop. So we don't have, you know, I'm sure they would have gone right the way through to Jason X and Freddy versus Jason and maybe even the reboot stuff. They, it, I think I found it um, on Steam. Mm-hmm. It shows part seven is the highest number they've got as a deal mm-hmm. of content for this game for like two quid. There you go. Part seven there machete go, kill pack. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, no Manhattan. So no Manhattan. No. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was it. So it was a shame there that they had to essentially start updating mm. the game, and we weren't going to get any of any of, the, any of the content from the latter end of the of the franchise. Um, so it, you know this law, uh, this lawsuit licensing issue um, again. I'd, I'm hazy on the ins and outs of it. I think it was quite a complicated issue. Yes, Tom. Sir, sir, but in the corner, <laughs> you over there. You over there in the corner. Uh, uh, wrong. I was wrong, and I'd like to correct myself for once in this podcast. Okay. Uh, about I'm reading the the info on Steam page here. Uh, fans of the movies will be able to play as various versions of Jason, including part two, three, six, seven, eight, Manhattan. And Jason goes to hell. Ah, but was that has Did, that been updated? Oh, so they it was that kind of like a roadmap they had put out, but they hadn't. That that may it. yeah, that may well. Uh, have, I mean, it's a, it's a while since I booted up the game, and I'm not sure. Must that I'm not entirely sucks. Sure. But I suspect that might just be the blurb as it originally was written before that sucks they got their cease and desist against yeah. it essentially but yeah and assuming you know as well as skins for jason that probably would have expen- uh, extended to maps and and various other elements as well so yeah unfortunately at the end at uh, the end of this year that game is no longer available it's really really cheap i think they've dropped the price of it significantly um, yeah on steam it's uh 11.39 uh, pounds 11 pounds 39 
Uh, and it's, I the, believe it's going to drop to about four it will go down. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to yeah. wait now because I've been after this obviously since we mm-hmm. discussed about TCM and the, the content, the extra content with the clothing packs are like one two pound each. So you'll, you you yeah. can probably get all of that for a tenner, maybe under that. I, I think when I I think when I saw that they were going to drop the price to four. I mean, I, this is pounds. Oh well, I think it was possibly dollars actually the pricing that I saw, but I'm assuming it will be the equivalent. Mm. Um. But it'd be, it was dropping to 4 99 for the game, and then all DLC packs were going to be 99 cents, 99 pence each. Um, the, the extra to this is that yeah. the servers go offline at the end of next year. Is it? Uh, does it have local play? It does have local play. But then, and I, I hate this, that this is why I started a Let's Play channel years ago. You, it, that doesn't exist anymore. You don't go around the mate's house to play video games anymore, do you, really? No. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's essentially only really going to be playable for a year. Um, but for, you know, for five quid, it's definitely oh, yeah. worth playing. It's worth picking up and it's worth having a go with. But it is a shame that it's not going to it's not gonna exist mm. beyond that. Um, Physi- but, Physi- and yeah. Sorry, physical, you're still well, looking uh, at 20 to 30 quid. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess if if anything, it'll probably... I mean, I don't... I have seen, no, I have some physical copies of it out and about, but not many. It's made me... For the sake of the fact that I collect video games, like, this is, this is my retirement fund here. <laughs> <laughs> you collect um, video games and you call yourself a horror fan. Um, there's some <laughs> horror games in there. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. There's a, there's but, a couple. Yeah, there's there's potential that it could become a collector's item. I think so. I, well, I mean, it'd be one of those things that's like, it's in the collection, but you can't use it. You can't actually I mean, use it. Yeah, true. You could you could play. Can you uh, say if I wanted to play as Jason, and uh, you could set the victims as AI, the computer uh, NPCs? Would Ooh. that work? I because remember. I think that would be a fun. I think it'd be a fun single player game. Just to pick up and play. Oh. Have a, it's like oh, just gonna pick up and play. Have a couple of runs on uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh... I'm not sure, hmm. to be quite honest. And it doesn't, as I recall, have any of those single. Oh, it may do actually. Single player scenario missions that mm. you can do with like another Evil Dead game's got a single mm. player element to it. Um. It could do. Like I say, it's a while since I booted it up, so we'll we'll, to, we'll do that up. in the future because, like I said, I, I think I definitely want to pick this up along with the TCM after experience mm. nah, and uh, Evil Dead as well. Still not keen on Day, Dead by Daylight, even though with the Nick Cage news, I'm just even not. Though Nick Cage has just been added to it. <laughs> it Nick Cage is incredible, but it doesn't. Everything he's no. involved with is not necessarily something you should buy or invest your money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair um, to say. Unless it's face No, off. Dead by Daylight's never appealed to me either. No. And I don't really know why. Call yourself a horror fan. I know. <laughs> well, I think that's it. I think it's because it's not not a not an not an IP a real. You know what I mean? Not a real one. No, quote see, unquote. We... We said that we de- we we both agree with that. That's why we were more interested in these mm. ones, especially the TCM yeah. one. And I know they've added a bunch of like, you know, licensed content, and you can get you can play as Leatherface, and you can play as a bunch of other stuff. But 
it's not the same. It, you're playing no, as Ghostface no. or Michael or whoever else they put in it, but you're still playing Dead by Daylight, which is not. Yeah, it's the little things, isn't it? It needs to be not, the game. You know, it's not a Halloween game just because no. you're playing as Michael Myers. It's not a Texas Chainsaw game just because you're playing as Leatherface. Oh, so yeah. Oh, see, here we go. CEX. Um, Friday the 13th game, no DLC for the PS4, £8. Uh, Xbox One, £6. And Switch, £20. So Xbox and PS4, you're getting a cheap deal for that. Yeah, right I mean, now, Switch games have never come down in no. price, though, do they? No, it's anyway. nin- Nintendo. Nintendo never mm. bring down their prices. Yeah, that sucks. It does suck. Um, but I guess... Yeah, the, the, the whole... The licensing whatever would be the game the, the anything to do with friday the 13th licensing has always been a bitch mm. it's it's like it's only just found its feet now with the new uh prequel series we're going to be getting uh crystal lake about jason's origins which we don't need we never needed and i'm very skeptical about it but we'll, we'll, <laughs> very, we'll, very skeptical yeah <laughs> we'll see how that goes um it, it will probably make me like the remake, which I, I'm not a big fan of the remake. No, I'm not yeah. a big fan of the remake. I watched it again recently. Why would you do that? Uh, just to see. Because you hate yourself. Just to see. Well, no, I, to be <laughs> honest, when I, f- I mean, yeah, but that's a different issue. <laughs> but when I, f- when I first watched it, I actually quite liked it when it came out. Yeah. But I so I, but then I all at the same time also had no desire to watch it again. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to watch it just to see if it is what I remember it being. And no, it was awful and I don't think I sat through all of it. Um, I, I was done when he had his underground tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole labyrinth of underground tunnels that he could get from one place to another. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I mean. well, he just they tried to ground the How long would that have taken? I know. To no. build they also tunnels. described him as they also described him as being a more active hunter and outdoorsman or something like that. It's no, just no, is no, that because no. he killed one person with a bow and arrow in this one? Oh, he did! Oh my god! <laughs> but it's still better than the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which is one of the worst remakes in horror history. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, it's a shame about the game. It is. Uh, it I'm is. Glad, it I'm is glad you remembered shame. it. I'm glad you remembered it because we we briefly I maybe talked about it on Twitter or I saw you or well we we both saw it on Twitter. <laughs> yes, yes we did. Um, but it is a shame. But I guess I guess in some sense they can now put all their eggs into the TCM I mean, basket. Yeah, just as a sort of end to that point. Mm. I think that's exactly what they've said. You know, like yeah. if there's a silver lining, we can now completely focus on our next yeah. venture. So. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see what happens because there are little bits and pieces of extra characters and stuff being leaked for the chainsaw game. Yeah, I think we we talked about it last time how mm. they pointed out that they only have the interactive license for the first film. I think they're getting that out straight before anybody attempts another lawsuit, aren't they? Uh, yeah, really? they need to <laughs> specify that. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine it's easy to try and get the whole franchise but it would be cool if they could get something else because as we again yeah. we discussed there's not much meat on the boat there, there's very little meat in the uh, tcm <laughs> to produce I mean, more content 
see see what happens, I guess. If yeah. if it does well, then maybe somebody will approach them after the fact and say, Yeah, maybe. Why not? Why not do this? Hmm. We can we can hope. I mean, we both had fun with what we've got so far, so you know. Yeah. We'll be giving it. We'll be giving it a go, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens in terms of content. But I think that's the only, certainly the biggest thing that I wanted to mention in terms yeah. of other news and other business. Um, I mean, there's there's a few little nuggets to talk about with today's film, Toxic Avenger. A few a reboot. Oh, reboot, you mean oh reboot? <laughs> yeah, those sort of related news. There's a, obviously there's a reboot to that. That reboot way. has been, that reboot is near enough been in the, in the works as long as the Akira reboot has been in the works. <laughs> it's still Peter yeah, Dinklage? it's still Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And Kevin Bacon and Elijah Wood. It's a very mixed cast. Yeah. Very I, strange. Is it even in production? Is it even in I pre-production? Mean, I, I don't know, to be quite honest. The latest update was... August last year, I think. It was uh, announced on December on in 2018. Yeah, it might it might still happen. It might still happen, but it is the 40th anniversary of uh, the OG. Uh, no, April 6, 2010, it was announced. Oh wow! Okay, I mean, Maybe it's never come on. <laughs> uh. But it is uh, it is still um, Uncle Lloyd that's involved with it which is kind of cool so there is still yeah. trauma um the, the trauma name is still fully attached to it which is which is cool okay look if, at it, all... if it ever does materialize should really read the i should really read the rest of these articles uh filming <laughs> principal production commenced on june 21st 2021 and wrapped on august 14th my birthday august 2021 uh august 14th uh dinklage stated the film is not a remake on january 30th 2022 blair confirmed who's blair um macon blair someone involved with the film it could be the director uh confirmed the film will be will, will employ practical gore effects and the time period setting will be a little bit of both in the past and present now this mm-hmm. was january a year nearly a year and a half ago and there's still been no it's like it's been filmed and then Nothing. Yeah, it's in the can. It's ready to go, and then nothing. That is odd. Yeah, like even, not even a, a sniff of video on demand, or no, not I mean, even trauma. Do have their own streaming service now? So do they? Could, Look yeah. at the content. They've got so much content. <laughs> um. Oh well, we don't know if we're ever gonna get that, but we are getting. We a nice do. Four K. Remaster mm. of the OG. Oh, is that not out yet? No, I don't think so. It's Who, soon though. Who's doing it? Is it Screenbox? Do, 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 do. Oh wait, I always get okay. There's Screenbox and Shout. No, Screenbox is the. I always get these confused. Screenbox is the streaming service. Shout Factory is the uh, video um, product producers. Like Arrow, Arrow Films. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout Factory is the ones that did the uh, Friday the 13th collection and the Halloween 4Ks. Who's doing that? It's probably... It's probably Shout. Shout. Let it all out. 
Oh, people under the stairs 4K. That's new. I didn't know that was... That <laughs> have you seen people under the stairs? That's a slight tangent. Um, I haven't. Oh. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Um, it's fantastic. Apart, I, I haven't seen it outside of, um, you know, documentaries about films, mm. horror, generally. It's great. Um... Mm -hmm. Ah, here we go. Uh, 4K, hundred dollars. Uh, mid September. Yeah, that's mid. -time. I mean, I guess it's technically it's next year. That's the fortieth anniversary. So I think. Yeah. That's yeah. That's gonna. That's gonna. You know, put it back a little bit further and coincide with with that. We're also getting a video game. Beat em up. Are we? Based on the nineties cartoon. Based on. The yes. Toxic Avenger. I did the Toxic see Crusaders cartoon, which I absolutely adored as a kid, knowing nothing about the actual origins of it. What was and it then, on? Was it on anything? The cartoon. I yeah. mean, I watched it on terrestrial TV. I think so. I, I mean, it, yeah. It's. I don't think it was like a. I don't think we'd have had satellite at the time. Or maybe we did. KTV, let's have a look. Oh, but I'm sure it was... No, I'm sure it was terrestrial TV. It was very short-lived, though. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it... I don't think it did a... I don't think it had a lot of... Uh, of uh, yeah, there's only 13 episodes. So it was Got March... March to May, 91. March to May? Two months? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's, it feels it's, like it feels like there's a lot more to it, but stuff uh, I suppose you don't think about it the same way when you're a kid. Was it an R rated? If you'd have asked me, I'd have said Hunt. No, no, it was a kid's. It was a kid's Saturday morning cartoon. It was. The, it was kind of. It had like a, a very strong anti-pollution message, like Captain Planet. So a, yeah. a lot of the yeah. a lot of the plot lines involved, you know, some villain or other trying to cause some pollution, and the Toxic Crusaders trying to prevent it um, yeah but but yeah no it was it was four kids 100 percent. it's mad because i remember uh, i don't uh, i vaguely remember but not owning like there'd be kids toys for like robocop or the aliens and it's a we, it's yeah, so we, bizarre we a, the late the 80s and 90s was weird i mean there was a there was a rambo cartoon yeah, yeah, I think there I was know a Rambo that, yeah. cartoon. I mean, we had a Robocop. I'm sure there was a Robocop cartoon as well. We had Conan the Barbarian cartoon. Um, and then, yeah, like you say, the other side of it, we were getting toys for Robocop, yeah. the Terminator. Yeah. Um, the aliens, the Kenner aliens figures were great. Uh, and a bunch of, I'm sure there's a bunch of others that escaped me at the minute. But yeah, it was very, very weird that we got this sort of crossover where they essentially marketed these r-rated 18 certificate films absolutely to, to baffling because <laughs> how do you explain it how I do mean, you explain it, it to just them? you can't really no. can you it's we've what's, got what's this from you'll find out in eight no, eight years let's <laughs> yeah. say 12 years because they'll be kids you'll find out in 12 years when you're 18 mm, i mean oh i'm pretty sure most of us watched that sort of stuff well before we were oh, yeah. off to one one way or another. 
But oh, yeah, yeah. But it is it is odd. But um, but certainly, I mean, there's a lot more in the in the Toxic Crusaders cartoon that doesn't make it that doesn't come from the film. It's pretty much just Toxie and his girlfriend are the only carryovers from the film, I think. And then there was a bunch of other extra cartoon yes. uh, extra characters made up. But yeah, but that's getting a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles style. Oh, beat, beat him up. up. Yeah. Uh, four. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be you know up to four player co-op. Um, it's available. Well, it's available to wish list on Steam at the minute. Oh, is it? Um, oh, I'll check it out after. Oh, yeah, cool. Take a look at it. It looks. Re- it does look really good. Um, they've got some some punk band or other to update the theme tune, which is catchy as hell. It's really good. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about his girlfriend. We'll talk about all the goodness. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, talk news. Yeah. Toxie related or otherwise, I think that covers it for me. Unless you've got anything to no, to no, I I'm very boring this week. Nothing going on with myself. Nothing going on horror related. That I'm aware of other than what I was going to bring up the Friday Thirteenth game. So I'm glad we covered that. Um, no, I think that's about it. So uh, let's get into the film after this yeah. break. <laughs> Um, so I, we are doing the Toxic Avenger today. We are. We are. And this was your pick. And I, I feel like I might, I might pick it, it down the line. But um, like I feel like what we did last week with the Beyond, we kind of went back to, we, we we went through the film. We went through, mm-hmm. start to finish the film, and we kind of yeah. dabble with doing that with different films. I feel like. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't feel like I've certainly not wrote notes in the in the in the way of going through the film, and I feel like the plot is so v- simple. It's very simple, and which I you mean, are almost, going to describe. Almost okay, <laughs> almost almost thin. Yeah, simple um, to the point of being completely absent at times. It's thin, but um, there's so much to pick out mm-hmm. from this film to yeah. talk about. I have so much. So, so in a in a nutshell, we have a, a, a superhero movie. We do. It's it, it's the first superhero from New Jersey. Tromaville. <laughs> so, I'll help you know. Tromaville. Oh, no. It's Tromaville, New Jersey, though. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, Melvin Junko, I believe his surname is Melvin Junko, is a nerdy janitor. Who works in um, a, a gym, sports center, health center, it's fitness? Fucking club. Royd Palace is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's filled with yeah beautiful, young, vibrant people exercising and sweating and flirting and and dancing. And he's he's very much the stereotypical sort of eighties nerd. He, he is. He gets picked on, he gets uh, you know made fun of. He's, he's a bit of a laughing stock, and uh, he's he's the victim of a prank. Um, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a, <laughs> it's a mean, prank. It's just a prank, bro. Come on. It's just a prank. He's he's the victim of a prank. I mean, yeah, he's well, essentially, he's he's tricked into um, putting on a tutu. Yep, and. Uh, 
making out yep. with uh, with what he, what he thinks is a, a pretty young lady is uh, then revealed to be a pig. Yep. And no, no, sheep, a sheep. A sheep, sorry. Yeah. A sheep. And he's hounded out of the building. But, I mean, that's the prank. And it's then, prank. unfortunately, he to escape the tormentors, he decides to throw himself through a window. <laughs> and unbeknownst to him, an open truck of toxic Hats waste. Happens to be there. <laughs> Just happens to be there. So he's doused in toxic waste, and he mutates, becoming the, the tall, muscular, but you know, frankly, lumpy and disgusting mutant yep. Yep. known as the Toxic Avenger. Uh, and he attempts to essentially go and get his own back on his tormentors via cleaning up the crime and the corruption of his hometown of Traumaville. Nice pun um, there. Nice pun. Thank you. You're cleaning up. It was, it was intentional. It was, I bet um, it was. And he, he meets, he meets a, a young lady along the way who falls in love with him and the it's, way it's, he meets her it's yeah <laughs> he rescues oh her God. from some ruffians ruffians is right <laughs> um yeah and it's it's quite a sweet nice story as uh, as my girlfriend said last night when we watched it she's like oh it's lovely this he's got a girlfriend it's really sweet and i'm like did you miss the bits where people's arms were being pulled off and hey it's fine it's fine <laughs> you you said it's a superhero film and it is sweet it is, nice at times this is not a horror film no this is not a horror not, film not in the traditional sense no i think it's broadly described as horror comedy i mean oh uh, yeah horror, yeah yeah arguably the horror comes from like it's it's splatter there's a lot of gore the horror um, is our main antagonists and, and their yeah, hobby and their them. hobby <laughs> yeah. like in there that's where the horror aspect is mm -hmm. melvin's the, uh, just doing yeah. doing his justice melvin mm -hmm. is, is solving crime he's, yeah, he's cleaning up traumaville no the antagonists oh no 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 <laughs> they are the real horror here they are but it's not yeah but it's definitely it's not a horror film i think you'll find it in in most you know i think you'll probably find it in the horror section um oh good yeah of course it's, it's uh, a boner comedy as well <laughs> but it's uh yeah it's not a it's not a horror film in the traditional sense it's no it's definitely you know it's, it's not a slasher or a, a haunted house movie or anything that can conceivably co traditionally be called horror but uh, it's horror adjacent. There are there's a lot of blood and gore and yeah. some of the yeah some of the tropes of horror movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I guess you could uh, the vis visually he he could be scary to some, but mm. but when you add in the really soft dulcet tones of his dubbed voice, <laughs> uh. Uh, merge with the the dubbing of arr, arr, you'll be okay That's a good impression you'll be okay i've got you now arr, 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 you're safe now it, it what where's it's, it's such a contrast <laughs> it is it is they do they do there are a couple of scenes though there are a couple of times where they try and portray him as being a monster in they do the there's the scene with the girl in the sauna where he's yeah i mean they play it it's it's like watching friday uh, you know friday the 13th or something yeah. 
something like that where you know oh somebody's approaching i mean it happens way too late in the film where we know it's toxic yeah we, we, we know, know yeah he's not a, <laughs> he's well, not a monster as such but you say that as well like they do a great job of keeping his um uh, for the most part appearance uh, oh, face hidden, hidden for, for a long, a long time, time. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean his final let's say his final transformation because obviously you've yeah. got uh once melvin has fallen out of the first open nuclear waste barrel and he's driving around outside the gym melting and whatnot and he and then he gets back home to his bath and he's transforming and mutating even more like that's pretty gruesome that's really gruesome and then you know body horror transformation scene type stuff in there and then it's his final look it's like from the bath to his final look is quite a big gap it's mostly shot from behind or his legs or his arms um, I can't remember the yeah. exact time we see his face. I, so it's is, a, it, is it the Mexican restaurant scene? I think it may might be, the be. restaurant scene. Got a lot of notes on that scene. <laughs> <laughs> the the transformation is really yeah. It's for for the both parts. So the first part, like I said, when he is driving around on the street, it's. Mm. It's horrific in the sense of, obviously, all the, everyone else there is just a horrible person. No one's helping him. Like the police officer I tries mean, to help him and, and catches fire. But it's just the thought of some guy just just covered in this nuclear waste that, you, for, in theory, unless you've got a jet water gun to blast it off of him, he's just mm-hmm. melting. It's just suffering so much. I mean, it is. The idea of it is horrific. And then yeah. in the bath, like r- scrubbing it off in the bath isn't doing anything. And then you see his arm pulsating. They've got the classics effect with the tube going into the latex and blowing bubbles. Yeah, balloon. Um, there is I a mean, there's a yeah, sort of skin just it, sloughs off. Yeah, there's a sort of I think it's an in camera effect where the, the the film sort of distorts and bl- blurs a bit for him to transform. Mm-hmm. I, like his head gets bigger and but yeah. The transformation's done really well, I figured. Mm-hmm. And and the effects in general. Like they're trauma effects, but Yeah. They're good. I mean they're, they're good. They're they're good enough. They they are good enough. I mean the whole it's one of the whole things about trauma generally um, mm. you, that you come to expect that it is gonna be they they are, you know, heart on their sleeve B movies. Um, yeah. and you're not expecting anything fantastic but that's very much the charm very yeah. much the, certainly for me anyway it's very much the appeal of them is that they are everyone is a so bad they're good kind of it's yeah it's almost like that's what they're aiming for we know it's rubbish but it'll be entertaining rubbish this um, is this is that to a t yeah this is yeah. you do not you cannot take this film seriously a single minute of it you, you just no. can't it's it is what it is. <laughs> no, and every, I mean, every trauma film I've seen is exactly the same. It's loud, over-the-top characters, visual effects. Um, yes, sleazy, trashy, punk rock. Oh, yeah. D- DIY filmmaking. It's, yeah, yeah, it's very, very grimy and dirty in many, in many senses of, of the word. Um, but yeah, yeah, like you say, the the effects they do a decent job. 
mm. with what they've got. And some of it is is surprisingly high budget, I'd say. I mean, at the end with the tank and like all those extras. Yeah, that's. I was quite surprised. I I was thinking. I was trying to watch that and, and try and see. Is is that other footage that they've spliced in? Is that stock footage? Have they? Um, I mean, yeah, it does. There is, is some stuff like the car chase and bits of the car crash and stuff that feel like it might be stock footage. Yeah. And they're definitely reusing some bits and pieces. But then at the end there, yeah, it's you know it's a cast of... It's a lot. A, there's a couple of hundred people there, easy. Yeah. Um, there, there's um, oh, I'm going to give them a plug. Not they would listen to this. There's my favorite YouTube channel called Red Letter Media. It's a movie channel, and I watch it religiously. They, they do... They watch B movies like film videos from the eighties that you would never even heard of. Awful, awful, mm-hmm. hilarious films. And they they came up with a, a great description of some of these sort of B movies called Shooting the Rodeo, where a director, if they needed he needed a rodeo scene, he'd go down to the local rodeo, like in Texas or something, and film it, film oh, different okay. shots, different angles, and then cut that into his film. So they didn't have to build a set. They didn't have to do a rodeo. Yeah, yeah. Shooting the rodeo. So I, I thought of that for this, show. that they maybe there was like a, a war reenactment or something or like an army base. And they were just like, go capture it and we'll, we'll splice uh, that in. But I, mean, I think maybe, well, I, I think is I don't think it is because of the final shot when they're all aiming at the tent. Uh, in the field where the toxic Melvin mm. is inside Toxic Avenger with his girlfriend, you see the tanks, you see the the army guys. Oh yeah, so... no, no, no. I was, and I, I didn't mean it's um, it's stock footage, uh, stock footage, or or they've yeah they've filmed something else happening. But I was thinking maybe there was something going on, and they've just gone and begged. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think there's a, I think with the trauma stuff, there's a lot more of that going on. There's a lot more sort of be resourceful. You know, Beg stealing and borrowing and yeah, can you, yeah. you know um can we can we borrow you for twenty minutes? Can we borrow that? Because that's because it's a decent looking tank. It's not Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? It's not cardboard and like guys working it inside. You know what I mean? It's it, it it's a real it looked real enough to me. I mean it may not be hundred percent, but you get some films from maybe the eighties or nineties where they have like a scenes with army in and they they either won't have the budget or just the the uh the, the way to source what they need and they'll have outfits that from soldiers from like world war Two with like musk like, like rifles yeah. with bayonets <laughs> or whatever like they won't be modern looking mm-hmm. at all and it will look so out of place I know they did, they did a good job with the, with the it, all uh, looked, it all looked reasonably, reasonably but it was, it was meant to be but, the national guard right yeah it's not the, not the army. It's not the full beans. It's, yeah, it's no, national the, guard. The national yeah. guard. But, but even so, just for the sheer amount of people that are there, and you know that that tank and, and stuff, there must that that must have been a big chunk of the budget. When you think you've got earlier in the film, you've got like melons being used for people's heads, and yes. I'm pretty sure spaghetti. I'm yes. pretty sure spaghetti bolognese on a dog. <laughs> we'll get to the mexican scene because that's one of my notes <laughs> we've, we've so, just um we should have mentioned this before we've mentioned the word trauma a lot i don't think we've talked about what trauma actually is 
Because no, me I've and T did Mother's Day, and I don't think we talked about trauma, but I feel like we should talk about trauma just quickly about what it because it's 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 quite an important thing in in the horror genre. Uh, I think so. Yeah, they've been you know they've been going for uh, nearly forty years, forty for sixty years, I think. Well, next year is their anniversary, right? That is the Toxic Avengers anniversary. Oh, the Toxic Avengers. That's it. Yes. It's, yes, it's, yes, it's yes 40 yes. years of the Toxic Avengers. Uh, yeah, no, the, I think um, I think it started in the 70s as a company. Mm. I mean, they may, maybe not in terms of... Uh, I, I think the 80s is, is sort of like their big period for Oh, without producing. doubt, yeah. Um. But yeah, they're essentially an independent film production company. Yeah. Um, Prime and, and the, you know, the, these sort of splatter effect horror comedy things is, you know, 90% of their output. Um, yeah, I mean, no, nothing is to be, re like we said, nothing's to be taken seriously with them, really. I mean, they're... they're big on they're still going still going as a company today i think yeah. they facilitate a lot of independent filmmakers work um publishing it um and making it available on online and through their streaming there's obviously an audience like for that. it there's all it must there's oh, obviously yeah, an yeah, audience yeah. still for it i think about I mean, you've got a24 well, on one side you've got troma on the other side yeah that's you're opposite of the spectrum, opposite ends of the spectrum, right there. Something yeah, like A24 definitely. or Blumhouse and Roma <laughs> over here. I mean, it's it's it is huge, it is massive, and it's like in the. I'm sure there are entire conventions dedicated to trauma. Oh, in yeah, the probably. Um, yeah, it, it's hugely, hugely big, and um, yeah, kind of. I mean, I suppose more very popular with like that sort of alternative scene, that alternative crowd, punk rock. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, it's got that sort of a gritty, grimy, do-it-yourself aesthetic, and that appeals to you know the the punks and the goths and the the alt the alt scene, and yeah. the alt crowd. Um, but I mean, they've had some big names roll through trauma. Uh, yeah, Dave I'm looking. Matt Stone got started through thanks to trauma. Yeah, I'm looking at that list um, now. It, I had no idea. Oliver Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver Stone. Um, I thought uh, I thought Samuel L. Jackson's first uh, feature was True Romance in '93, which is one of my favorite films. And it says he was in Death by Temptation in Death by Temptation, according to this. Billy Bob I Thornton, mean, Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. <laughs> Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town is brilliant. That's one of I've got. I've is got it a now? DVD of of that as well. Yeah, Billy Bob's part in it is very minimal, mm. but it is plastered all over. In the copy I've got, it's plastered all over the front, starring Billy Bob Thornton. Of course, it's, it's not starring in it at all. He's got a very small part in it, but it is a wicked film. Um, uh, uh, Marissa. Tomei, 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 yeah, Tomei. She's she's in Toxic Avenger. Um, I didn't even catch that that she was in this. Ah, yes, in the scene where Toxie confronts, um, oh, I forget her name now. The 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 girl that sets him up with the sheep. Um, the, the blonde Julie. girl. 
Yeah. Yeah. When he, in the scene where he confronts Julie in the locker room, uh, the girl that comes out of the shower, I think she's she's wearing a towel, she's spraying hairspray or something. That's Marissa. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little bit part then. Mm-hmm. I I am um, really intrigued to watch Tromeo and Juliet. It's also Tromeo a great, Juliet great play. He's also very good. I've seen I've seen that one too. Uh, I mean, there's they they're very prolific. They are. Yeah. I mean, they've produced and this is just from the Wikipedia. Produced and acquired and distributed over a thousand films since yeah. um, since they started. Uh, yeah, they they're incredibly prolific. I mean. It's probably fair to say that a good chunk of those films are not successful. Probably uh, not. Probably Toxic not. Toxic Avenger is probably by far their most famous yeah. production. Um, but Class of Newcom High, the Class of Newcom High series is quite big as well. Um, Cannibal the Musical is obviously the Trey Parker and Matt Stone's film. Mm. Uh, Mother's Day. There's a, there are a few that Mother's sort of Day, have yep. a little bit a little bit higher status and a little bit more recognition, uh, but there's a yeah, there's a lot of a lot redneck zombies. <laughs> that I feel like that crops up quite often on a few lists. Um, it also crops up quite a lot in titles of films: zombies, rednecks, yeah, Nazis. Um, I feel there's like a, there's probably a few sort of trending themes. I feel like they catalog. They would definitely do Werewolf Women of the SS <laughs> if they could. Um, but yeah, Mother, you mentioned Mother's Day. Uh, do go. I'm going to put it here. Set up a card up here on the YouTube video, and that will go straight to the Mother's Day episode. Do go check out our past so, episode on Mother's Day. Classic. Was, I can't believe that was episode eight of the Dreadcast. That was nearly classic forty Dreadcast. episodes ago. Oh. That was that was last year's Mother's Day. We did that for. So uh, yeah, go check that out. Um, I, yeah, I, I enjoy yeah. Mother's Day. I enjoy Mother's Day. Actually. I like Mother's Day as well. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's a bit weird at the end, a bit mad at the end, but yeah. But yeah, uh, what else? Poultrygeist about the, the killer chicken. There is one about a penis monster. Of course there is. The, of course there the, is. I, the, uh, the, I can't remember the exact title of it, but there is one about a penis monster. Uh, but yeah, there's the Trauma Dance Festival. Um <laughs> Which takes place at the same time as Sundance. I think. I think if we're if we're still going next year, which we will be, touch wood, um, we'll do we'll do a big, either a month look or a few episodes or a series look on Troma. Oh wait, no, I, I, mean, I keep getting confused. It's Toxic Avengers anniversary next year. When when's Troma's anniversary? Let's let's I mean, pencil that in. There are three of the Toxic Avenger movies to look at. All right, fine. We'll talk about Troma more in another Toxic Avenger movie <laughs> episodes then, because <laughs> we got to get um, back. To, we got to get back to our mutant superhero. We have, we have. So anyway, yeah, that's a little look at Troma. Um, yeah, if you if you like sh schlocky, yeah, trashy, big schlocky. There's always there's always tons of gore and a little bit of nudity and stuff in there as well. You know, if you if you're into that kind of thing, then you, well, you probably are already aware of Troma. Yeah, uh, but if not, then check them out. It could be your thing. Could be. You might be missing out. Um, I I want I want to get I want to talk about I want to talk about something. I want to talk about I mentioned them earlier. I want to talk about the uh the real antagonists, the real villains, the real villains of this because 
they are fascinating as characters. They, you get your your jocks, your popular kids that are just douchebags in horror films, you know, and they normally get their comeuppance. But yeah. I don't think they've ever been as evil as the roid ragey assholes that are in this film. I, uh, it's in. I mean, look at the kid. The kid that um, in it. You've got the kids and you've got the evil kid who's really evil. I can't remember his name. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, he's really evil. And you think, how is that How is that possible for a kid to be that evil? But obviously, it's just it's fiction. He's written that way. These guys are another level. Uh, Bozo and Slug. Bozo is the... Bozo and Slug. Bozo is yeah. the head. Bozo is the head honcho. Slug is his little um, worm tongue. Uh, who I thought was Corey Feldman at one point. He does have a look of him. He's really yeah, Corey Feldman. He, he does have a look of him. And I was looking, and I, I mean, it's probably worth just at this point talking about the cast. Most yeah. of them are famous for being in trauma films. I right. Don't think, I, I don't, I had a quick look over their uh, credits on IMDb. Um, particularly because I was trying to play Slug from something else. Okay. Um, and I, I, it, it might just be that he has a look of another actor who I can't. It's because he's got the red bandana as well. He yeah, just looks like Corey Feldman. Looks, looks like particularly eighties Corey. Feldman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Lost Boys era. Yes, Corey Feldman yeah, for sure. That's the one. Um, but yeah, I look over their credits and like just sort of clicking on a few people at random just to see what else they might have done. And almost all of the in that little bit on IMDb where it says mostly known for yeah I didn't I didn't scroll through a lot of stuff but it was mostly known for class of Newcomb High yeah a, a Toxic Avenger I think there was one actor I can't remember who it is now but he's been in every Toxic Avenger film um, a bunch uh, yeah they're they're all known for they're they're best known for just a bunch of trauma films which again I think is you know it's kind of they're sort of cheap and cheerful aesthetic is they re reuse the same yeah same yeah piece. i can understand that i can i fully understand that it's there's so much to unravel with these guys there's only in theory four of them there's a four group it's slug and Bo bozo and slug and then you've got the two their two girlfriends like uh, julie and someone else I didn't really julie catch is one names. of them i'm not sure we get the name of the other one yeah i, I want to say babs but <laughs> we'll call the babs that might just, we'll call the babs it might that might just be you know, a, the 80s. like that. The, there's all, all the other people in this this gym. This it's basically it's a gym. Um, mm -hmm. There we mentioned earlier. They're all hunkadelic. They're all beefcakes. They're all eighties model looking people, and for the most part, they're all probably assholes as well. But these are the true assholes, especially what they all do to Melvin. And as you see, like Bozo working out in the gym that. The roid rage is through the roof. And even after what they do to Melvin, it's like that he he's victim blaming. He he's he's playing the the, the victim blaming yeah. card. It's like he made it's kinda of like he made me do it. Like, yeah. You're fucking insane. He can't take a joke. He can't take a joke. He says if he can't take a joke, he stinks. Like yeah. <laughs> This poor kid is ro rolling around on the floor melting. He is <laughs> It's just, just a joke. It's funny that you mention roid rage as well because it's never actually like shown that that's what they're doing. 
Is uh, it? It's kind of implied because one of them I think it's, I think sells it's drugs. Sure. You see one oh, of yeah. the guys at the, the gym selling uh, roids or whatever drugs. They, I well, he sells a couple injection. of syringes, doesn't he? Yeah. To that, to that girl. Um, uh... So he's obviously got a market there at the gym. There's obviously no one looking out for anyone in that gym. It's just free for all. It's the roid gym. Um, and I, I just, I wrote a few more, like when uh, later on in the film, they're playing squash. Yeah. <laughs> Bozo's like, you watching, you watching, I'm going I'm to fucking hit this ball. I'm going to kill it. <laughs> it's just, calm down, mate. It's just a ball. And then he turns around and he sees Melvin. And <laughs> 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 screams. That my boy. Yeah. And then we go to their extracurricular activity. Mm-hmm. It, which is they go around at night looking for people to run over and kill yeah and they 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 get they give each other points on it yeah i mean we see it we see it early just slightly early really early on see them before we see but before we see them in the car um it's slug has it up in a, a cutout in his <laughs> locker. got the signs <laughs> i think it's i think it might be wanda the name of the other um the other lady slug's girlfriend okay um and she's because she's essentially saying isn't she like oh when you, next time you go out with bozo i want to come with you and yeah I think yeah the headline yeah. is something like hit and run killer <laughs> um, <laughs> strikes again <laughs> something like that and then yeah so. in the car he's like what are the rules tell me the rules again julie and it's <laughs> it's like so many points for a Jewish person, so many points for an African-American. It's, like, it's crazy. Yeah. So many points for a kid. And unfortunately, they they find a kid on his bike having a lovely little stroll in the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a time for a parent to let this kid out. That's, that's I the mean, it is fault. the middle of the night. It's You've the parent's fault. You've got to question yeah. that. This kid would have been safe at home playing with his Transformer toys or whatever. I don't know. Um, but no, this parent was like, you, off you go, into Tromaville, on your bike, middle of the night, <laughs> on, on your bike. Back in the middle of the night. And they don't, like, they are intentionally looking for this. They spot this kid, they eye him up, and they're like, yep, he's our target. And they make him their target. Oh, that's it, yeah. How much, it, how much for a kid on a bike? It's, and, oh, you've got to finish him. You gotta finish him off. <laughs> they, they knock him off. He goes flying over, but he's not done. So they reverse. And is that where you were mentioning the melon? That's, that's the head. That's the melon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The head head crushing scene. But not only that, they then the girls then jump out of the car and proceed to take photographs. <laughs> they take Polaroids of this and this poor kid. They act His like he's still twitching. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. That one. I put that on the fridge. Get their little grizzly souvenirs out of it, yeah. Insane. And then, but then just to cap it all off, as they as Bozo announces that he wants to do another one, Slug has to, Slug calls an early halt to proceeding. Oh yeah. He has to go home because he's got church in the morning, and everybody oh, goes, yeah. "Oh yeah, church." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fair enough. Yeah, you got you got you got to go. That reminds me of like, uh, I. I Hands up, not a shame. Used to watch Jersey Shore, um, and That's they're all the about horror. they're all about God, love, love God. You know, we love God. But in the nighttime, they're fucking fist pumping, trying to get with girls, drip, 
being just absolute douchebags. God, man, love, love my God, love God. <laughs> I love that 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 contrast though of like I gotta go to church. I mean, and they're just, yeah. arguably this is early Jersey. This is early Jersey Shore. <laughs> this is the uh, this is the origins of the Jersey Shore. This is the OG Jersey Shore <laughs> crowd. <laughs> oh, what a oh, what a link. What a link. The original Jersey Shore is the Toxic Avenger. But yeah, the, um, the, these people are the horror aspect of this film. Yeah. They are. Uh, they are the villains. And like, and not are. even just I mean, them. Just... Not even just them. Every man in this film wants to rape. Oh, insta- yeah. I mean, the, the, it's... Going back going back to the fact that it's a superhero film, I mean, we, we think about like... Gotham City crime levels, like everyone's crime. Everyone's doing a crime. Ev- everybody's a criminal. It's very much the. It's very much presented that it's the same in in Traumaville. Everybody from the mayor down to you know the the, the mayor. The, the yeah, poorest, the mayor. The poorest guy on the street is um is a criminal essentially. There yeah. are very little. There are very few like nice people. Like <laughs> everybody is. A criminal or a deviant or you know because there's a lot of like just colorful people shall we say uh, like yo gotcha yeah like it's a very eclectic group even like the the all the all the gang members one of them's painted up as a harley quinn <laughs> like yeah yeah <laughs> is wearing there's the other wearing the dress was one of them known as cigar face because he smokes a cigar like, and he puts the cigar well, out in his victim's and he face. Puts it out on people's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so I mean, every, there's, it's a, like a circus almost. Is this town? And all, all these characters that we've you just alluded to are kind of uh, they're spread out. Like the film is kind of spread out into certain uh, like um, settings. So we've got the cigar face scene. You've got the, mm. the Mexican diner scene. You've got what was the other one? I guess you've got the the all the different fight scenes. Basically, there was a, there was a yeah. third one I was thinking of. I couldn't remember what it was. Uh, it, goes, after... it goes back to the gym, I suppose. Probably the gym, that. yeah. Or in the car with um, Bozo at the end. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, the cigar face one. Uh, it's three of them, right? Cigar face, another guy, cigar and another guy in cross dress, and knuckles and nipples. I wonder which one's nipples. <laughs> the names of Scarface's uh, buddies, <laughs> as the cop says, "Ah, Scarface, what are you and your boyfriends up to, eh?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, that uh, it, it's so, it, there's so many cartoonish aspects of this film as well. I like, mean, yeah, there there really is. And well, what I was going to say is, once we've got the sort of initial setup of yeah. Melvin. Melvin's accident in the toxic waste, he becomes a toxic avenger. The rest of the film is almost I mean, there are some actual montage sections in there, but the rest of the film is almost a montage of like Melvin fighting crime. Yeah. The, you know, the, there's a little bit of di- dialogue peppered in here and there of, you know, what the bad guys are up to and what the the townsfolk think of Toxic. But by and large, the rest of the film is just one like one fight scene to the next toxie beats up this this crowd of muggers toxie beats up that crowd of muggers uh so on and so forth and then builds a nice encampment montage with his new blind girlfriend 
<laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> but for the most part, like you said, like for this part of the film, you've also got the incredible sound design of this film where the the soundtrack doesn't stop. The, the, no. the, the audio just keeps going. It's like an 80s um, compilation album that of like b-sides that you've never heard of just yeah. not there's no stopping it's one song after the other and it, it it works so well if you if you didn't have that and you had more sort of ambience uh ambient music and uh, deep sound effects and it wouldn't work as well you need that that goofy silliness of the 80s it it was the perfect era to do this in yeah it really was like the 80s music is the perfect music for this film for all this montage all these montage clips that opening that opening tune body talk by sandy farina is an yep. absolute bop it's, it's fantastic <laughs> my my first it. first note that i took on my phone was this love the troma intro yeah love it love it it was brilliant <laughs> um yeah the, the sound the, the, the soundtrack is, i mean is there a soundtrack that you could buy for this uh I'm, I'm actually, I am just. Looking. I cannot imagine they paid to license a lot of music for this film. I can't imagine I mean, they would are, do anything like that. There are tracks. I don't know if you, I don't know if it's available. I mean, there are cuts. Yeah. Ripped on YouTube and ripped from things, uh, but I don't think there's. There is an actual mm. uh, available copy anywhere that you could get. Probably because um, they weren't allowed to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. In fact, they like probably didn't pay various... to license. They probably didn't pay to license it. They just took it. <laughs> there are various Spotify playlists and, yeah. and such, but yeah, no, I don't think there was any formal uh, formal release of anything. Um, it's really confused by the fact that there is a music artist that goes by the name Toxic Avenger. <laughs> it's a good name. It's a good name. It's better than calling yourself Melvin, I guess. For the sorry, shout out to Melvins out there that listen to this. Okay, um, just on the note of Melvin, it's it's quite mad how you, how he is. In fact, he's the protagonist of the film, right? Mm-hmm. And as a character slash actor, he's. I mean, I put the picture on the Instagram earlier just to, you know, as a little coming soon for what episode's coming up on the podcast. And his face is, is very animated. He's got a very animated looking face. It's perfect. He's perfect casting for yeah. Melvin. But he's only in it. That actor is only in it for a good 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's, and that's it. Once he's, yeah, once he's gone, he's he's gone. He's, um, it's a different, obviously there's an entirely different body type there. So the yeah. different actor takes Which over. you need. You um, can't, you, you, you would need it if you wanted that proper transformation. You need the Lou Ferrigno. You know, you need, yeah. you need the proper transformation. You need the hulky guy. It's just, yeah, like, you, you think of Toxic Red, you think of the word Melvin, you think of that face. Like it's, yeah. it's still even he was only in it for fifteen minutes for a few scenes, but it's still it's still got an iconic look, I think, for the whole I, I guess franchise as a whole. Because I can't imagine I've never seen two or three. I can't imagine him transforming back into OG Melvin 
No. And I've seen I him again. The, mate, I'm trying to think because I've seen a little bit of three. I don't. Mm. I, I don't. I can't say I've seen it in its entirety. Um. So no, I can't. I can't speak for certainty. Perhaps there's a an odd flashback scene here or there, maybe in some of the other ones. Mm. But no, by and large, Toxic Avenger is is the Toxic Avenger, um, and Mark Torgel is the chap um, who played Melvin. Um, and he's you know to his credit has gone on to essentially make a living about yeah. the fact that he was he was Melvin. Um, and a chap called Mitch Cohen plays uh, plays the Toxic Avenger as as Toxie as we know him. See, um, do you know who I I thought instantly would make a great Toxic Avenger is Michael Berryman. Michael Berryman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, has a he has a condition where I think it's something like his his teeth. He he lost all his teeth, his hair his nails and he has uh, some sort of uh, muscle disfiguration in he's got a very um iconic face especially in in the film industry he's, he's been in the film he's... industry for decades he was in yeah, the original hills have eyes hills have and eyes. um house of thousand corpses i believe i think he was tiny yeah, i was gonna say does he play tiny in house of thousand corpses yeah, yeah he's yeah, a very yeah, sure you would you would know uh if you don't know the name you would know him if you showed your picture um if i could put the picture right now in the youtube clip so you can see that's michael Definitely. berryman um i feel like he would he'd do a great job you could put you know put the odd effects on him he, he's a he's a big guy so you don't a big guy in the sense of he's not muscular he's he's not hulking but he's a stocky big guy and i think you could still get away with him being a toxic avenger without having to put on like a fake fake muscles and whatnot you could just just mutate the hell out of him yeah, I think you do definitely. a great job. I'm just, I'm just scanning his um, movie credits now just to see if he has done any trauma films. And oh yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, he may be, he may be bigger than that. No, <laughs> I mean, quite possibly. There are no titles that jump out at me as being definite trauma ones yeah. I recognise, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's if he's done a couple. Um. But yeah, he is. You're right. He is. How tall is he? Oh, he's got to be over six. I mean, I'm six three. I would assume he's at least six three. One point eight meters. What's that? In that is. Money? That's smaller than me. I think I'm one eight five. I think six one. Yeah. yeah six, wow. Six okay. one on a bit. He's about as tall as I am. Oh. I think I'm. Yeah, that's. I don't so think I'm far what off we're saying. What we're saying is. What we're saying is. I'm better cast for Toxic Avenger than Michael Berryman is because I'm taller. <laughs> Interesting. In... Mm. That I am... surprises me. Yeah. I am very intrigued me. as to how... Now, Peter Dinklage is a fantastic actor. Obviously, he's a lot shorter. I am very intrigued as to how they've gone about this. I wonder if he's doing the voice. If he's provided ah, the that or, might make sense, yeah. Um, a, a part CGI mm. character, if not whole CGI character. Mm. I hope not, because I'd yeah. like it to be practical effects. But 
he, could, he still could be doing the voice. Um, I didn't think about that because of obviously this has the dubbing as well. That would, yeah, yeah. that would be good. Either way, he'll nail it because he's a he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, Just oh, curious yeah, as definitely. to how they do it. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I didn't. I didn't go for a piss or anything. All I wanted. No, no, no. I wanted my. To- I wanted my chocolate orange. <laughs> oh, fair enough, mate. It had oh, been in the fair. fridge long enough, so now it's just perfect. It's just right. Oh yeah. It's not congealed into a giant chocolate cricket ball. No, oh, no. It's good stuff. Very underrated chocolate snack that is. Oh, I love chocolate orange. Oh, so no, good for Christmas. No, all year round. But you know what isn't? Uh, what else isn't just for Christmas? It's the Toxic Avenger. The Toxic <laughs> Avenger, nice. Sit around the table nice. and watch Toxic Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. The Mexican restaurant scene. We have to talk about the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> we scene have to talk about this because scene. It's well, I feel like, like I said, I'm. I, pro- I mean, probably should have made a note of this, and didn't. But I feel like this is the first time we see Toxie. Mm. properly possibly in, in, his, in all his glory mm. um rather than just yeah because yeah because the big the big scene with him before that is um with cigar face mm. and yeah it's just the it's snatches of it and yeah. the mops in the mouth and stuff mm. yeah i feel like this is the first time we properly see him um so go on, take us through what happens in in the Mexican restaurant. So, it's uh, it's it's a diner slash Mexican restaurant. It it it's kind of laid out to look like a. It could be like a, a Wendy's or a McDonald's. It's not that yeah, appealing of a Mexican restaurant. I mean, it's got and, samurai swords on the walls. So yep, yep. Fine, we'll, we'll talk about how authentic the cuisine is in this. Place. I mean, you went. You went straight to the samurai swords. We'll talk about that now. There's <laughs> there's like about four katanas on the wall of this Mexican <laughs> restaurant that one of uh, three said uh, robbers that end up uh, holding the place up, uh, takes advantage of, rips it off the wall and tries to fight the Avenger with. Why the fuck there are katanas on the wall of a Mexican restaurant above where a mother and her baby were sitting? Uh-huh. Defies logic, but we're talking about it a trauma film called matter. The Toxic Avenger. It doesn't matter. It, 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 it don't matter. It don't. It don't matter. It don't. It don't matter. I mean, the other thing, the other thing as well is that it, this does that great thing that um, always makes, always used to make me laugh in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That all the everybody knows karate. Everybody knows a martial art of some description. Yep. It was. It always struck me in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer universe. You became a vampire. Like you knew kung fu as well. That was part of the part of the gift, part of the package. So yeah, all all the um, all the the burglars or the burglars, the armed robbers or whatever, they're all throwing out roundhouse kicks and kung oh, yeah. fu moves and stuff. <laughs> like the amount of a roundhouse kick to execute that properly, the amount of training, stretching, fitness you'd need to have mm-hmm. to really implement that perfectly it's insane so these, these i mean to be fair then 
these these robbers are really putting in the work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they got the, the, the face paint down to a T. They're doing a good job with that. It's three of them. Do you have the names? Because I didn't take their names down. Um, I don't. I, I didn't make a note of them, but um, it's okay. That's okay. He says he says it as well, doesn't he? Name. Yeah, them. yeah. Um, but I can't remember for the life of me what they are. Now. I think compared to knuckles, nipples, and cigar mm. face, I've got a feel. I feel like they've all got relatively normal names. Yeah, like it's it's rich and Julio and John or something. <laughs> yeah. There's three of them, and. Um, the the leader, shall we say, is gives the usual stick off, play along, everyone will be okay, and we'll get out of here. Job done, you know? Never goes down that way. Reminded me of a shit version of Tim Roth holding up uh the restaurant, the diner in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but that didn't go his way either. But obviously this doesn't go to their plan. They start harassing the customers. And uh, what I'm about to say obviously gets completely overwritten because it's a trauma film, so it gets its excuses. But insane to think that they shot a scene with a guy holding a prop shotgun, I hope, aimed at a baby in the same cut, in the same shot, literal oh, yeah. shot. Baby to the left crying, shot, prop shotgun right there. Just the visual of that. Like, you, you ever get like a... Um, say it's a bb gun or any type of gun you never you never aim it at someone even if it's not loaded you just never do it but to do it with a prop like there's been accidents with firearms like look at uh, um brandon lee in the crow uh-huh right it was a big more recently than that as well oh god rust uh were you talking about that with alec baldwin the baldwin yeah 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 like that is that to me was just insane i don't care if it's a prop you just just don't do it um but they did it um and <laughs> they did it and that the the guy uh in in question with the shotgun he is the one you mentioned earlier with the uh, harlequin face paint yeah and uh rico i think the rico. I think three's guy three guys names are leroy rico and bruce mm. possibly no the third one is kind of, I think, the run to the litter. He's the one that goes to the cash register and is trying to open mm -hmm. it. He shoots it with the gun just to open it. Yeah. I mean, he could have destroyed all the... He, he also just keeps kissing the, the guy he's yeah. got. Uh, yeah, he's, I think he's he's supposed to be, like, you know, a little a little slow on the uptake. I would say so. But uh, Rico, the one with the gun, he's a bit trigger-happy. And he expresses his trigger-happy frustration with uh, one of the customers who tries to be a hero. Don't try and be a hero. Don't ever try and be a hero with psychos like this. He gets blasted. And then they move on. <laughs> and they move on to... I don't have a name. The blind lady in the restaurant. Sarah. Sarah. There we go. Thank you. Sarah. Sarah. And you can tell she's blind because she looks everywhere at once. <laughs> She can't see anything, and she has a, a guide dog. <laughs> and they they begin their antics with her. And thank God Melvin shows up because it's it, it's at that point where it's like starting to get a bit uncomfortable. It's starting to get yeah, really but, uncomfortable. I mean, just before that, we have like the the dog gets murdered. 
like is that before they start getting uncomfortable okay so well he gets blasted with the spaghetti gum um, because he's still breathing when they cut to him on the floor. <laughs> when it cuts to the dog dead, he's quite clearly breathing heavily, they and he's just dropped a, some stuff on it. Looks to be covered in spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even try. Didn't even try for that shot. Which, which, th- th- that was one of the moments where I realised my DVD had been uh, my version of the film on DVD was a little yeah. bit heavily more heavily edited. Because it's a very quick cutaway, mm. which doesn't isn't on screen long enough to show that the dog's very clearly still breathing. I mean, I obviously don't want to see a real dead dog in any in any way, shape, or form. But no. when the dog is supposed to be dead and you can quite clearly see it breathing, it tends to break the uh, the immersion and the you know. It's the, clear as day. It's, it's clear little... as day. It's it's a little too far of a stretch of my uh, suspension of disbelief. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it's a, it's a lot quicker cut in the DVD version that I've got, and which so it, it came as a massive shock and made me howl with laughter when I realised that <laughs> it's just a dog with some spaghetti on it. Um, yeah, it's probably the saddest yeah, that- part of the film. The dog dies. That happens, always the saddest. That, yeah, that happens first, and it's it's then that um, Leroy decides to to take the assault one one step further. Mm. Um, with the the line, always did want to cornhole me a blind bitch, <laughs> which yep. in terms yep. of dialogue, <laughs> I mean, uncomfortable. I think I, yeah, uncomfortable. I mean, it, there, there's a there's a lot of like, not well, no, not a lot, but there there's a few um, examples of you know really quite inappropriate language. Uh, yeah, certain uh, words used and things. Uh, uh, Leroy is is the Harlequin guy. Just checking now. Uh, Rico. Yeah, Rico is the guy at the cash register, and the other one... Oh, is it Johnny? Not Bruce, Johnny. Johnny, let's have a look. Uh, no, not getting anyone. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Annoyingly, not everybody has a photo on their cast. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, well, one thing we can say about him is the guy that gets his arm ripped off and then takes a few seconds to realise he's had his arm ripped off. Yeah. Um, what's oh. What's funny about that scene as well, about that that wound and that injury, yeah. is that his arm isn't ripped off deliberately. Like, it's not... Toxie doesn't grab his arm and, like, wrench it off. No. Like, he's... He goes. To, he attempts to throw him over his shoulder, like sort of judo style. Yeah. And in the momentum of pulling the arm, pulls the arm off <laughs> without any struggle. Really, it just sort of falls off. Yeah, it does just come off. Um. Yeah. Can't think. Can't find the guy's name. Um. Probably should have noted that down. Sorry, folks. Um. I'm gonna just say leader of the burglars. I mean, it's not a huge detail, really. The guy's not alive long enough no. for it you to can, be hugely important. 
you can kind of see as well his real arm in, as a lump inside the jacket as well that he's wearing. Which adds I mean, to the a, charm. Adds to the charm. It does, add, it does add to the charm. And, you know, we're not... We, you can be there all day if you, you're going to nitpick. Oh, like, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Silly yeah. things. But as one more little sort of blooper that I noticed in this scene is when whoever, whichever one of it is that gets thrown or uh, th gets thrown over, he gets thrown over things repeatedly and it keeps doing this slow motion effect of him, sort of six million dollar man, like <laughs> slow motion. Oh! As, he, as he's falling. He gets thrown over the counter. And uh, a, a bunch of like taco shells land on him. Yeah, and lots then of them. In the very next cut, it's tortilla chips that are on him and not taco shells. I thought I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just a really small little continuity error, but maybe, yeah, maybe... It goes from being covered in taco shells to Doritos. Or maybe they were the taco shells that cracked and formed little triangle pieces <laughs> of the taco Perfect. shells. I mean, that is how they make Doritos, I believe. Yeah. They just, they just break. <laughs> the, um, so it's like after... after What would we call him? Toxie? Did you call him Toxie? Toxie? Yeah. To after Toxie comes in to save the day, the way he disposes of our burglars... So obviously he's... Uh, He's obviously ripped off uh, the arm of the uh, head burglar and then beats him mm -hmm. up with his own arm. Um, how does he finish him off? I remember the other two. He finishes him off by putting him in the pizza oven. Oh, that's it. That I, I Yes, I remember that because I have the quote of what the police officers say when they end up at the uh, restaurant to see oh, what's yeah. happened. Uh, so he gets he gets pizzaed. Um, Rico, no, uh, Rico... Rico gets his hands deep fried yes and i guess dies from shock um yeah, he but he like toxie bends the pipes around him the rubber pipes around him and the best one i'm not sure how he dies from this he was just some suffocation of ice cream uh leroy gets made into an ice cream sundae he uh, does and it's very methodically done. Like he really, it is quite, we get like everything. Picks, yeah. picks everything that needs to go into this stuff, and then puts him under the very visceral, dangerous ice cream mixer. Mixer thing, yeah. That goes into his we mouth. We only get like a really small little squirt of blood yeah. while that's going on. Yeah, it's probably it's probably um, chewed up his tongue and inside his mouth, mm -hmm. but that's it. He he's dead. He dies yeah. from that, and it's when. When the police turn up, you get, uh, where was it? Oh, no, 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 no. I had it. 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 Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is this is embarrassing. Did I not write it down? Oh, what the cops say. Oh, what did they say? I wrote this oh, down. I can't, I can't remember. They're all oh, eating, got, though. I got, it, I got it. I got it. I got it. He's got it. He's like, well done. Well, for one thing, the um, police, uh, what would you, would you call him, sergeant, is is yeah. is, is very, um, I want to say, not late thirties, early forties, German. Oh, oh, he's the no, he's the police chief. <laughs> yeah, he's very German military, very uh, yeah, early forties um, German military. Yeah, which becomes more overt as the film yeah. goes on. Um, I mean, it's 
it's a very extreme yeah. example of how sort of corrupt and and evil all the authority figures of the the city are. Yeah. Um, so so when he turns up, he's like, oh, "What's going? What, what's happening here? We got we got a taco supreme over here. We got a strawberry thick shake, and I got a pizza in the works to go." <laughs> they just. <laughs> They don't give a shit. They're just being so comical about these. I mean, fair enough. They were holding up the store. They threatened the baby. They killed. They painted the dog, and they killed a, a makeshift hero. But they're just like, eh, eh, whatever. Oh, they're all yeah. They're all sort of wisecracking, wisecracking yeah. gumshoes. Yeah, they're, they're all eating the relevant foods as well. They are. I think. I I also noticed with this scene after the cigar face scene, you, you've got the continuous uh, shot of, say, like, the victims looking like they're about to constantly pass out of uh, seeing what Toxie's doing. They've got, they're going, like, boss-side, go, oh, oh, they're about to pass out. They can't believe what they're seeing, uh, rubbing their eyes. Yeah. What's <laughs> looking bewilderment. Again, so cartoonish, but it fits so well. Um. It's a, it's a it's a hell of a scene, and then he obviously, which I don't think we've mentioned earlier on, um, his mop isn't necessarily his weapon, but it's what he he uses to finish off. It's his um, is like calling card. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Calling card. Yeah, yeah. It's like his calling his little, card. Yeah, his little signature. He wedges a mop in their mouths or in their face or yeah, inserts a mop into them. I mean, yeah. just one thing is because we get it's not long after this that we get like we get into the sort of montage stuff of Toxie, like you know, beating up various villains and preventing various crimes and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. <clears throat> and one thing is to be said that none of these villains are remotely scary. No, they're all not at all ridiculous caricatures. I mean, if they're not painted like Harlequins, they're just like, I mean, not even stereotypical. There's there's a little bit with like the bikers harassing Sarah later on. Yeah, um, they're hooligans, and they all, I guess. Yeah. Delinquents. But, but, but so in sort of like that throwback 1950s mm. Greece sort of toughs. That's it's like they're gonna one's gonna flick out a knife and start combing his hair back thing. <laughs> or they're race? gonna like jump up and start like clicking in unison and perform a well choreographed dance number. <laughs> and then they're gonna and race you... they're gonna race for her love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go they go by they yeah, they'll play chicken at dead man's Yeah, and... <laughs> Yeah, they're they're really not that threatening. They're they're really not. And like I said, People like Bozo and Slug, they are. Be I mean, look what yeah. they do to that old lady. I mean, aside the from the fact that they're called Bozo and Slug. But, yeah. But yeah. It's like, Ju Julie's not here. I'm getting dressed. I'm getting dressed, Slug. <laughs> Julie's not here. And then they look over and see an old lady struggling with her car. Kill her and take her car. <laughs> Just because they needed a car. Just because. In broad yeah. daylight, with people walking around. They have no. Yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely are the worst. They, they are pure evil. They really are. Um, so we get well. This is it's just it's, well because of the. Um, I was going to say shootout, but it's not a shootout because of the fight at the uh, the 
the diner, the Mexican mm. restaurant. Um, this is Toxie is introduced to his love interest. He, this is yes. where he meets Sarah, yeah. the aforementioned blind lady, who, you know, falls in love with Melvin, with Toxie, because of his inner beauty, because obviously she's blind and she can't see what he looks like. So she's Thank not God. instantly freaked. <laughs> she's not instantly freaked out and um, run screaming from him. She has time to get to know him as a, as the that's, real person that that's he is. the message of the film, folks. Which is the, as well as you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Crime doesn't pay, and pollution. <laughs> it's also you know it's quite progressive, really. We've yeah. got environmental issues being dealt with in this. This film, you know, searching for inner beauty and stuff. There's yeah. outside of the ridiculous, over-the-top violence. There's there's some there's some real. He's got a heart. Some real heart and real yeah, messages. For this yeah. Movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the montage of him and his girlfriend that were there. They're they're it putting their putting their shack together. Uh, having yeah. fun. They're like, running around, skipping a lot. Like all these little things. It's it's I mean, so cheesy <laughs> and stupid, but it, it it's is. so There perfect. are some very silly gags. There are yeah. some very silly. I mean, there's one where he's fooling around with a traffic cord on his head and, like, <laughs> and it cuts to Sarah like laughing. I mean, she's no idea. She has no idea what he's doing. So yeah. there's also another little, another little, you know, pun not intended, visual gag um, when she she arrives back at her place and needs a cane she oh i love that and there is a I stack love... of like <laughs> yes. 30 to 50 um, everywhere like, what but i mean canes it's a cane yeah 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 cane um all the same all the same sort of style mm. like the um you know aid cane and yeah, she just sort of reaches for one and knocks over the remainder of them. <laughs> that felt very Naked Gun-esque. Yeah. <laughs> it really silly, did. There's some I mean, stuff in there. A lot of it, kind of, there's another montage where he's doing, he's going around doing good deeds. Like he's helping hmm. the old lady cross the road. Or he's, yeah. he's there's, there's a um, like a housewife. She, she's struggling to open a jar in the kitchen. Oh, he just pop, pops yeah. by the window and is like, oh, I'll help you there. Opens the jar. Okay. <laughs> It's just brilliant. It's not a horror film. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's very silly. It's very silly superhero film. But yeah, he's you know, and that's we we get that's where we get we get a couple of sort of big extended cuts of him like fighting crime and doing good deeds and then yeah. people are selling t shirts. There's there's the I love the toxic event. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, the whole the whole town. Is, Do they which, call him know, that? Do they call him um, that? I, oh, is it the monster? I think it's. I don't think it's specifically the toxic, the toxic Avenger. Avenger. No, I think it's um, something like "I love the the Tromaville monster" or something. I wonder if I can find. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, I love the monster. Yeah, the monster. But it's also it's been sold by kids. How did they? How could they afford to get them printed? How are they? <laughs> I'm thinking in an adult business sense here. I think there's, <laughs> I think they resourceful little street urchins aren't they? <laughs> um but this this sort of love for love for the monster love for toxies how he becomes um a target of the the sort of head of the criminal yeah uh, criminal fraternity criminal network 
in Tromaville, which is the mayor. So that's how it's this this the citizens love for him, and he's they're all really pleased that he's finally cleaning up the streets and cleaning up the crime. But we find out that all these petty criminals that he's taking down are actually in the service of the incredibly corrupt mayor, who's very corrupt, for, very corrupt for all yeah. the uh, all the bad stuff that's going down in the old town there. They also um, they also talk outright about I, I don't know the word wording exactly but they may as well have just said we're criminals and it's great <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> they may as well have just said that <laughs> they do i think we get we get a scene he's always the mayor is i guess in over like 50 percent of his appearances on screen he's naked being massaged while led next to a giant subway sandwich <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if he's not if he's not like shouting about get me the toxic avenger or get me the you know catch this monster he's surrounded by babes eating a big sandwich. He, want, to the he, he wants he wants photos of toxic avenger now now now. He's <laughs> basically the J Joe the Jameson. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah there's a, there is a point where he's being he's being massaged and the drug dealer from the gym comes over and says, hands him an envelope or a bag of money or something, and he calls it the takings from the drug program or the drug rehabilitation program. It's like a really obvious, yeah. like, this is from, yeah, this is drug money I'm giving to you. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, we love crime, love it. We love crime. Yeah, well, uh, he, that's the, you know, it's very silly and very over the top. I mean, this, he, the corrupt chief of police is essentially, yeah, you know, a high-ranking official. Well, the mayor, oh. the mayor, go on. No, no, I was just going <laughs> <laughs> Where were you going with just that? I was just going to say Nazi without saying Nazi, but, you know, it's easier to just say. He's, a very uh, bad time ago. Yeah, from a very bad time. He he. The um, mayor also gets spaghetti put on him at the end. He does. <laughs> in and it happens in two different places. Doesn't it? Well, the ending is uh, obviously Toxie out in the field in a tent with his his new partner, mm-hmm. and they dis- uh, and everyone who's hunting for him discovers where he is. That's where the Art National Guard come in. So the mayor. That's where everyone who's hunted him basically surrounds the tent. Yeah. And I can't. It, it is, it is Toxie that kills the mayor, right? It must be because what happens? Yeah, he, he punches he, into him. And, yeah. yeah, he rips his guts out. But for the he one shot, it's out. it's down where his intestines are. When he falls down to the ground, it's like it may as well be up where his heart is. Oh, and it's really? just it's just oh. a dollop. It's just a dollop of meat on top of him. <laughs> I love that he does that. Though. He pulls he pulls the mayor's guts out. Yeah, and everyone claps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they they've all but, come around to realizing he is the hero. But the, none of them know that the mayor's actually a criminal. No, they just <laughs> so, so they just like it's not. There's not some. There's no big rev- revelation scene where, excuse me, where the mayor's exposed as being you know a corrupt and uh, and a criminal. As far as everybody in that field is concerned, Toxie just kills the mayor for no reason. Yeah, yeah and then, yay! <laughs> and everyone starts clapping. Yay. 
Yeah, for the for the most part, like yeah, that was the end that we talked about throughout the film. You've got the big diner scene. You've got the three gangsters that he fights to beforehand. But really, Toxie's nemesis and the people he's really trying to needs to, should be getting back at are Bozo Slug and the two women, the two girlfriends, and that doesn't really happen for majority of the film. No, no, it's he's dealing with a lot of not. other things. Yeah, it's not like, and and then they're, they're not really related. It's not no, like what not they're doing is part of the criminal network, and he's sort of Punisher style taking down the entire organization. No, he's essentially just that's sort of a byproduct, that, or his his revenge against Bozo and Slug is secondary to yeah. this like new goal he's got of cleaning up the town. But I mean, he does, yeah, he does eventually get, um, Slug and. Bozo, I mean, Bozo, how does he get slug? Bozo gets in the car chase. Are they in, they're in the same, well, I think they're in the same car, aren't they? Because they it's, are, the, yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah, car that, right. it's um, the car that they steal from the old lady. He goes after, but he goes after the girlfriend separately, doesn't he? That's that's what I was thinking of. I'm going I'm to get it up now and just have a quick look, see. Obviously, uh, Bozo... He he's fighting with Bozo in the said car, and he makes Bozo crash. That's how, and he just he cr makes the car crash over, uh, uh, drive over a hill and land, and it explodes. And then after the fires have gone out, he just casually climbs out and walks away. It's great. Yeah, because I mean, what's what's the fire gonna do to him? <laughs> so many good, but I mean he gets so he gets the girls. Um, in the gym, one of them is in the song. Yeah, yeah. Um, where we have this. Well, it's a callback, isn't it? We have this sort of bag on the head, like oh, um, and it's a callback to how Slug sort of sneaks up on her. Yeah. Earlier in the movie, um, but it's this sort of like, oh, is he is he a monster? Um, you know, very Friday the Thirteenth esque. And he Here does he feed her hot stones? I can't remember exactly what he does. Here we go. I've got it right now. Um, so he's Julie is the blonde. Um, the blonde is Julie. Yeah. So he had, he he approaches her in the locker room. Uh, she then runs down to what looks like the boiler room in the basement. Yep, that's right. And that's and that's where we get then, the most of my um cameo. Yeah, and here he is about to scissors. He's got a pair of scissors, and she is. The kill is off camera. The kill then leads to off being off camera leads to Bozo complaining that Julie is late, and he's stressing he's him out. Late. That's it. Yeah, That's and he's losing his shit. Uh, but as they're in the car, okay, there's the old lady. She's peaced out. Um, ah, okay. Toxie climbs on top of the car as they're driving. Uh, Corey Feldman is shouting up at him. And then Toxie grabs Corey Feldman by the throat and just yeets him out the car. Out of the car. <laughs> That's it. That's it. He's gone. And he's dead. <laughs> I mean, the other, the only other noteworthy kill that, that we, we can't neglect to mention is the old lady in the dry cleaners. I who... forgot. I wanted to ask you, but I specifically asked you about that. Why did he kill her? Now, I... It, well, we we find out after the fact because it essentially he kills that he kills this old woman, yeah, in um, in, in this dry cleaners um, by 
uh, he, he puts her in a dryer. He puts her in a dryer and then he puts her under one of the big sort of pressed down. Yeah, he does. And you're not allowed irons. to use that. No. <laughs> well, yeah, while the uh, the owner of the, the dry cleaners is getting a ticket. Yeah. He comes, so he comes back inside. Um, and for a minute, and this is how the mayor uses or uh, attempts to sort of uh, get some leverage against, you know, the monster. And this is how he, he, he um, gets the National Guard involved and stuff is because this, mon this monster is... You know, he's he's not been he's been cleaning up the town and he's been fighting with criminals. But look, he's turned. He's killed an innocent old lady. Yeah. But then it's revealed that actually she was the leader of a slavery ring or something. They say. I I completely missed that. <laughs> it's no. That because somebody some somebody says something like, "Well, what about you know the 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 old lady in the dry cleaners?" And it, and some and it's one of the police officers or somebody yeah. says, "Well, it turns out that Mrs. I forget her, I forget her name, Mrs. Smith, for argument's sake." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't the, the the pillar of the community that we thought. It turns out she was the leader of a white slavery ring, uh, and it was and everyone goes, "Oh, well, that's okay then." I but, completely missed it. I think she's also supposed to be Slug's mother. Yeah, I, I did initially assume she was somehow connected yeah, to them. I, like I, he I was going for he was going for like a relation somehow to get to them eventually. Because when she first turns up in the dry cleaner, she mentions her son. Mm. Uh, in fact, even it, it might even be sons. It might even be that Slug and Balls are brothers. His jeans, because his jeans have got something on them. That's it. His jeans have got yeah. stains on them. Yeah, horrible. And, horrible. and but she mentions about how they they're such good boys, and they um, it, it's definitely an allusion to something they've done. Something, and it might even be a reference to them driving. They're always out driving in their car or something like that. Yeah. So I think she's supposed to be their mother. Um. But yeah, it also turns out she's a heinous criminal in her own right as well. Um, I can't believe yeah, I that's, missed that. That's the reason. It's it's so ridiculous. Yeah, she wasn't a pillar of the community that we first thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Uh... Yeah, I, I think that's... I think that's all the kills now. I think... I think yeah, we pretty think much so. wrapped Certainly up. Certainly the ones in in any in, the, that we see in any detail. I mean, yeah, apart from Julie's death, obviously. Yeah, which is off camera. Um, yeah, and the the other yeah, one it's, it seems an odd choice that given that yeah, there's no real reason for it to be off camera. Oh, here we go. Here's the here's the other the other lady. Um, she is in the sauna and picks her up. Uh, oh, there's Daddy Long Legs in front of me. Puts her bottom on the hot uh, coals. Press her on the hot coals. And burns her bottom. Uh, still burning. And that's it. And the next yeah. scene cuts straight to him pissing blue. <laughs> Go away. Duh. Getting attacked by Daddy Long Legs. Anyway, yeah, it cuts to him pissing blue, and that is actually the last note I have. Um, that was, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that's kind of a put that in there to really emphasize the fact he is a mutant, and this is, he is a, yeah, he is part a of mutant. his body now. 
Um, it's it's quite substantial the pissing as I'm looking. It's like a hose. <laughs> like the, the water, the amount of water spurting out of him. Oh, it, he's, it's a lot. Yeah. He's a um, he's a mutant, and he's a big, yeah. tough. You know, he's everything about him super human and extra. So yeah, of course, uh, he does. He does big wee wees. Does he does? Big, do you have um, big blue wee wees. Do you have much else on the film? No, I think that pretty much covers. I mean, we've covered everything there. Like and like we said so. at the beginning, in terms of plot, there's not really. Oh, you know, yeah. it's it, it's very simple. It's very straightforward. And there's a good chunk of the film that is you know these various montage scenes. I mean, the the only there's a little bit more of you know we could have mentioned about the montage between uh, the 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 love scene montage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. I mean, there's there is. Almost a sex scene between Sarah and Toxic. You know, there's a little bit of pillow talk, and and I'm surprised that they didn't go a little bit further with that. Given, I thought they did. I thought no. that the scene. I thought they did the business. Oh no, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Sorry, do do it's... the business. But in 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 the scheme of a trauma film. I feel yeah. like it's quite subdues. Oh, there's one more there's one more kill we didn't talk about. And it's a great one. It's another melon squashing. Oh, it's... the um the, the drug dealer with the gym. Yes, it's yes. brilliant because they don't uh so he I, I never set foot in the gym in my life, can you tell? Um I don't know what the machine is. He's he's laying on his back, pumping iron up and down. And uh, Toxie yeah, br- br- brings some sort of thing. Yeah, brings the gentleman's head into the space of where the weights will go up and down. And it just happens happens to be this uh, metal rod that holds the weights that has a spiked end to it, and he forces it down into this uh, drug dealer's head. But they don't cut away as quick as they normally would once the head has been completely crushed. It stays on it for yeah. a good one or two seconds. And parts of it just fall off and move, and it, it's a great effect, really nice effect. Uh, yeah, there it is. Oh, it's and then he leaves the mop as his calling card on top of it. Oh, and that's what's really cool is when they do linger on the the crushed head. There's animatronics involved, mm. so somehow the body's hands are still moving around like this, like ah, oh, my head, my head. But the half the head, which is literally the bottom of the nose and the mouth, is. The animatronics, it's yeah, moving around. It's, moving, it's, it's pretty cool. That's quite I mean, that's, that's quite probably, a big effect for the film. I think so. I think so. I mean, 1984, it's... I just wonder... I I, I get... I, I, I imagine that they do reuse a lot of bits and pieces across films where they can. But I think Toxic Avenger is the... Er, is the earliest... I don't want to say the first because I'm not sure on that point, but it's it's the earliest. I was going to say it's the earliest trauma film that I've seen, so I can't say for certain that I'm, um, mm. uh, I can't say if there's another that effect gets used anywhere else. But um, yeah, I don't know if there were films that came before that that they took that from. Uh, but yeah, again, like surprisingly for for what are generally considered to be entirely like low budget, schlocky, you know, mm. rubbishy B movies. There are these moments where 
there must have been some budget somewhere, or they've you know they've got hold of some effects from somewhere. They've they've managed yeah. to cobble together things, and you know th yeah, there's all of a sudden just an oddly high production value thrown in that you don't um, you don't necessarily that you wouldn't necessarily expect. I mean, the budget was half a million, and it made eight hundred, which is good, great for what it is. It made a profit, and half a million. Mm -hmm. But what it I is mean, for not, the studio, that's not bad. That's not bad, really, no. No, no. It feels quite high for Troma, for for what for, for who does. they are. Um, Yeah, uh, I could see this, I could probably see this film as a film of two halves, in a way, two stories. Because, like I mentioned, how Melvin's story regarding him being bullied kind of stops after he becomes the Toxic Avenger for a while mm -hmm. uh that is the first part where it's really folk that that's it that is the story melvin is being bullied and then he become he, he gets it's just a prank bro it's just a prank you get pranked it's just a prank uh and if you can't take the joke he stinks and then we suddenly mm -hmm. cut to what he becomes being the crime fighter and then we go back eventually to the first story so it's yeah. kind of a film of two stories in at some point but i i i definitely remember as a kid or a teenager having the misconception that this was like one of the most extreme films ever made and i was like oh my god i need to see that this is this is, I, how how can i watch this i need to see this yeah you know, yeah i i think so you have seen this before this, this yeah film. yeah yeah a long time ago yeah but i think when when we've obviously delved into the horror genre over the years a hell of a lot more We've seen a lot more graphic things than this. Yeah. It's it's not that graphic for the most part. And even after the title, it says contains extreme violence at the beginning. Mm -hmm. For the time, probably, yeah, it, it was. But I guess over time. I mean, it, it depends how it's framed, I suppose. Like somebody getting the head uh, crushed, mm. not necessarily extreme. But when you consider that that someone is you know a 13 year old kid yes or whatever he's supposed yes to be then it has that extra element to it doesn't it um like you say somebody threatens a baby with a shotgun yeah um, we get quite a graphic you know shot of a dog being killed but so the stuff that does cross boundaries yeah i think that you know will cross that line for a lot of people um so yeah, I, uh, there's, there are. It is extreme in that regard. Mm. Um, Possibly Toxic violence. Trauma's tenth film, by the way. Okay. Um, so potentially, uh, Mother's Day was a few films before this. Um, yeah. So potentially, they, had a, they, they made. You've got to suggest that they've made a bit of money from previous, uh, previous things. But they did like a bunch of raunchy sex comedies. In their sort of earlier days, um, almost like Porky's style stuff, uh, and then it's yeah, it gets sort of more into the the horror yeah. genres. We call it a little bit. I want to see ra rabid grannies. That's one. Well, don't we see. all? Don't we all, folks? <laughs> don't we all? It's on the list. Um, it's high up on the list. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, there's there's extreme elements to it, but 
some stuff is you just i think you just find that don't you like you hear about films when you're younger and you think like, yeah oh it's for for whatever reason it, it's you're told about something or you see something and you you put it you, you build a story in your head about as to what it's about and um it's not until you see stuff late in years later you think like oh i don't know where yeah. that came from and then if there's a lot of like um media buzz and like negative media buzz in terms of like you know uh what's the phrase i'm looking for uh, the video nasties and, and yeah such like. yeah um then yeah everybody's judges stuff and, and prejudges things before they've seen it and they they present this sort of skewed picture of what things actually are yeah um so it's kind of easy to do i think there's there's definitely there'll definitely be films yeah i mean texas chainsaw mask is a good example of that i can remember seeing figures in a toy shop like we had a, a toy shop in town when i was a kid growing up that had you know it was all you sort of barbie dolls and action yeah. man and stuff downstairs and then upstairs they had like model kits and sort of collect more collectible items and things and they always had a bunch of horror figures and I remember say i used to see this leatherface figure and it's one of them like it's probably worth fortune if i'd have been able to get it at the time yeah, I bet. Or, or I whatever. Bet. but you know i used to see this leatherface statue this leatherface figure and think like texas chainsaw mask like what's that what's that about and you 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 know you expect it to be a texas a chainsaw massacre yep. in texas and there's there's nobody gets killed with well one person gets one person so in that film um i talked about um, that when we talked about our top five horror films and i remember specifically in school and it was like a chinese whisper a word of mouth thing chinese whispers were the mouth thing where someone had watched it with their dad and he was like at school like oh my god it was so gory like you see the guts coming out when he when he chainsaws and i'm like Whoa, yeah this is incredible oh, <coughs> see and it never happens no you don't see which is like fine that. absolutely yeah. fine but it's you build you build it up in your head so much mm-hmm. it didn't ruin it for me it definitely didn't ruin it but yeah chainsaw no, massacre you think of things in a different way and you get a different impression of stuff i can remember um as a kid like being terrified of freddy krueger yeah before us you know before and it took me a long time to watch i was just i was terrified not seeing nightmare on elm street wouldn't watch it wasn't interested it was terrified of freddy krueger and i remember but also weirdly fascinated with stuff as you kind of are when you yeah you know, something scares you you kind of want to know you don't want to watch it but you want to know as much about Absolutely. it know. and i remember this kid telling me about it because he'd seen it and he told me all sorts of stuff i mean i can't remember word for word what he said yeah. there was probably stuff that he'd made up in there but i had this vision of this being like this happens and this happens and this yep. happens and this happens. It turned out later on, subsequently, as I watched the movies and found out, they basically was telling me stuff from part four, from part five, <laughs> from part three. So I was watched. So when I first watched the first one, yeah, I was like thinking none of that stuff that he was saying is in this. But then I found out a lot. He was just basically telling me like all everything that happens. His he just sort of merged it into one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. 
that whole that that whole mindset. Mm. You build stuff up like that, that they're bigger than they are in a way. I think for this film yeah. specifically, it was like the whole idea of extreme violence and gore. Noted that it was just so, whoa, mm. this is going to be incredible. I think having a film with the name Toxic in it as well did it for me because yeah, know, I'm a little bit fascinated with yeah, you know, even with stuff like Chernobyl, nuclear bombs. It's all fascinating. I mean, toxic and toxic waste. It's it it's, it's quite fascinating. It's, you put it yeah, in a horror it's, genre. It's that joke. It's that joke in it though. It's like when I was yeah. a kid, I thought I was I thought as an adult I'd have to deal with quicksand and toxic waste. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, it was in everything. I mean, my, I mean, my introduction to Toxic Avenger was the cartoon. It, yeah. it, before before I, before I knew of trauma in the films, as I said earlier, it was that cartoon, and I had a couple of the action figures, and was like, "Oh yeah, it's this this cool, light, lumpy green mutant guy that fights people with a mop. Is he has a little mop? It's almost like a, it's like a talking mop head. Oh, cool, like cool, buddy in the yeah. cartoon, almost like a, a snarf, S- like a psychic little. Yeah, yeah, it's a t- little talking mop head." Um, and I was like, yeah, and I, I watched this cartoon, and it wasn't until I was a teenager, and I was like, oh, Toxic Avenger, yeah, that's where that cartoon came from. I was, you know, and I watched it, so I, I guess I kind of knew a little bit more of what to expect with it, but yeah, like you, like you say, you get, you see a title, you see. I mean, we've mentioned this several times. You'd see posters, or you'd see a cover. Oh, the, in the poster as well. Yeah, yeah. And and go, oh, what's that? Um, Striking. It's different. Mm. I mean, the poster for this film alone is mad. You would never see anything like this. It's an illustration of him holding his mop with the American flag behind him. <laughs> yeah. He was ninety yeah. ni- ninety eight pounds of solid nerd until he became the Toxic <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> It's incredible, incredible. Oh um, my god, there's some great trauma. There's a book actually that I'd love to, I'd love to get a copy of, which is a collection of all the trauma artwork and that'd be movie cool. posters. Because there's some fantastic one. There's a movie called uh, When Nature Calls from yeah, it's Ventura. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, this is. Uh, and the cover is a Mills and Boone style. Um, oh yeah, like yeah, with, yeah. Gone with the Wind parody, um, but it's a bear sort of swooning the woman instead of like you know. The <laughs> but but he's got a shirt. He's got a shirt like open to the chest. <laughs> but it's a bear. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Amazing. I was just trying to see. Uh, you just mentioned book of posters uh this book uh the art of horror movie posters oh nice i was just trying to see if there are any because this basically includes alternate um oh yeah, uh, yeah versions yeah, of posters so like uh the satanic 70s you go to the 80s i was just trying to see if they included um if they've got any trauma yeah in there. well i mean there's one from last week for the youtube viewers House by the cemetery there. Um, oh yeah, you can see that in the corner there. Um, all the, yeah, and there's another there, toxic zombies. But yeah, like yeah. I say, I think. Um, I mean, well, I guess yeah, toxic. The word and toxic waste. I suppose it probably was, you know, Chernobyl disaster and things like that. Things were happening in the world, and we were starting to people were starting to get a sense of, you know, en- environmental issues and things like that. 
Would have been Cold War um, time as well, right? Yeah, so people, yeah, have nuclear fallout and nuclear radi- and radiation in particular. You just were... keep your waist in the barrels with the tops on open. It's fine. On, a, on an but open I mean, bed, no, flat, flat, flat bed truck? On an open flatbed truck, exactly. But I mean, um, Return of the Living Dead and all that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. Trioxin. It, it, it's all military chemical stuff and dodgy yeah dodgy toxic waste and there's a Just, lot of it's all sign of the times kind of stuff in it since you mentioned that that may be my birthday film yeah because i, thought I adore return of the living dead so we'll, I'll we'll dying, think about I'll yeah dying to watch it again myself to be honest yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see what we can do about that um I would say that probably pretty much wraps up the Toxic Avenger for tonight. I think so. Not, I'm not saying that because I'm melting in this room. I'm definitely not saying <laughs> that, and I, I don't. I, I'm not saying it because I feel like I'm melting and I'm going to become the Toxic Avenger. But I am saying it because I think we've nearly done three hours discussing a film oh, that wow. is, it is nearly is under half that length. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, pretty yeah. good going. It's pretty good going. I, I, I had a feeling we'd. I had a feeling we'd run. Oh, I but, did. I really did. But, yeah. But uh, why? It's that's great. That's a great thing. Yeah. More content, you know. More con. More more Melvin for your ears. Um, and that's not a euphemism or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be. But it could be. Uh, so yeah, Toxic Avenger. Do go check it out. It's. You won't be scared. You will no it way be scared. You may be cool. grossed out. It's good, silly fun. Yeah, Great fun. a little bit gross. Great maybe. fun. Good, silly fun. And if you are interested in, you know, this side of quote unquote horror and the sort of yeah. the cheesy, the schlocky, campy comedy B movie side of things, then uh, and and trauma films in a in a wider uh, a wider example of that, um, then Toxic Avengers is a perfect place to start. Really. It really is. Really, and it, it is. if and if that wets your whistle, then you know there's plenty more where that came from. Plenty more. Plenty, plenty. more. Which I mean, I'm sure three of the Toxic movies. Yeah. Which we will hopefully get into in the future because uh, we got yeah, to come back to the series. Japan in the second one. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, I'm in. I'm Think in. Ninjas. I'm. That's like RoboCop three. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah. We will we'll, we'll we'll be get we'll get back to the Toxic Avenger series soon, folks. But um, it's on. If you have Shadow, it's on Prime, Amazon Prime. I'm sure you can find it elsewhere, and it's probably cheap to buy. But yeah, do go check it out. Um, yeah, I believe that's it. Next time is part two of your birthday picks, and it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Antrim, the uh, who most knows? dangerous movie, scariest film ever made, or whatever it. Yeah, it says total wild card, total wild card. I'm not, I have watched me. it, but I had not seen it before this, and I thought, you know what? Why not? Why not pick that? Why not? And is it on Prime? Uh, yeah, fine. So you can check might, that out Prime. Might be, um, might be another shudder one. Oh, it could be a Shudder but subscription, yeah. It could be a Shudder subscription, but yeah, it is on Prime. Uh, um, Prime Video. Click 
include it just says included with prime um oh well either, it's, yeah it's, yeah it's just on prime then either way dear do go check it out folks being ready for next week's episode antrim the deadliest film ever made and then finally to cap off the month of june after that we'll be doing part two of monsters of universal where we'll be looking at frankenstein frankenstein Yay. the original um i'm looking forward to that one i really am looking forward to that one. Yeah. I've, I've never seen it uh, i have this so, is the, this is one of the ones that i've actually already i have seen previously cool. but it's uh yeah it's a good one yeah i'm really hyped for that and um we need to start working now i guess july soon we should because these weeks so, are flying oh, by. Go on, go on, on, go on. I have on that subject. We have had some requests. Um, retro sesh. Mike oh, is okay. Very keen for us to do some Stephen King, in particular, um, the car-related ones. Being Christine. a gearhead as he is, Christine, and or uh, Maximum Overdrive. Is it Maximum Overdrive? The yeah. one about the the mental one about the trucks that kill everybody, which I watched not that long ago because it was randomly on yeah. one night. Um, cool. More than happy to do one of them, yeah. Did say I passed that on. I um, Yeah, I've, I've seen Christine, not seen Maximum Overdrive. I know of Maximum Overdrive. More than happy. We'll, we'll do one of them for sure. I mean, I've not seen Christine, but have seen Maximum Overdrive, but Maximum Overdrive is ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's more... <laughs> I think we should lean more towards that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. There we go. There we go, folks. There's one film for July. Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Uh, we'll slot that in somewhere in the whole month. Perfect. Right. Wonderful. Let's get the hell out of here because it's Friday night and it's 5 to 11. Damn. We've been going I, for so long. Me. I know. And your I your screen isn't that dark yet. It's You're not, normally just ahead. Uh, it can't be, can't be so far off. Like, it's because we're in summer now, isn't it? It's that yeah. Summer, summer back. Yeah. So do, folks, do check out the past content uh, on YouTube and uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Podbean. Yep, that's it. All by searching the Dreadcast. And this, anything uh, else on there? I suppose on the YouTube, you can go back and check out my couple of videos on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre test tech test tech test technical test video technical, there we go the te- uh i got it test yeah that was some fun um you can check uh, out if you would like to contact us we have oh. an email address the mailbag it needs a spookier name than that but um <laughs> it doesn't have one correct but you can email <laughs> us at the dreadcast the mail uh, the podcast at gmail.com I think and we should probably do that at the beginning of the podcast because I doubt people should. are listening still now. No, nobody. If you are, more gone. credit to you. <laughs> um, There's a chufty badge winging its way to you. Yeah. Um, no, I think we should just sign off, Tom. So there's only really one last thing left to say, which is stay spooky. Uh, stay spooky. <laughs> <laughs>